Hey everyone, welcome back to Real Things Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and if you guys have any questions, comments, or insight, you guys are more than welcome to email realthingspodcast at gmail.com. In this episode today, I kind of want to touch on the topic of talking to my mom going from a teenager to a young adult. Um, I think it's important to know that my parents were divorced whenever I was really young. I don't remember the divorce or anything about it, but whenever she was kind of in between husbands, she and I were like inseparable and we were so close and she was the Lorelai to my Rory. And if you guys don't know what that is, that's from Gilmore Girls, but she was, you know, I thought that's how we were. And that's like when I kind of picture like that time in my life with my mom, the little that I do remember from that time, that's what I kind of picture is she was like the Lorelai to my Rory. So Um, she got remarried, I think by the time I was seven or nine, I'm trying to think back. They got married in 2004 and I was born in 97. Yeah, math. So, okay. Like by the time I was like seven, they got remarried, but when they got remarried, like when my parents got, my mom got remarried to my stepdad. Sorry, I'm struggling. It's fine. Um, I kind of lost a little bit of my communication with her because she didn't confide in me as much as she used to, which is fine. Like, that's normal. Like, you're not really supposed to confide in your daughter for every little detail and aspect of your life. And if you guys, like, you've seen Gilmore Girls and Lorelai does confide in Rory and depend on Rory a little bit too much. So, I, yeah. Anyway, I think that it was normal and it was healthy for her to get remarried. And I think, you know, I wanted what whatever was best for her and you know she is happy and they are still married to this very day um growing up into my teen years or like as you know a preteen to a teen you know you cop an attitude sometimes or you kind of get frustrated and you have that like "Uh, mom and like stomp your foot kind of attitude which is normal but I did notice things and like I kind of confronted things more as I like grew up Um, especially when I became interested in education and working with kids and the perspective of an adult to a child, which I'll touch on on a whole other, um, season of this series or season of this podcast when I talk about the education system and everything. I think that I realized when I was becoming a young adult that I was able to pull my mom aside or pull my mom you know, away from our arguments or conversations and be like, mom, we are the same person. So we're not going to get anywhere by talking to each other like this. Like we're not going to move forward or like move in a better direction. Like we are the same person. And she kind of like, be like, yeah. And like, I don't ever see that talk happen with like a daughter and their mom. So I definitely think it kind of goes like as like a dismissed kind of feeling for a lot of people, for a lot of girls, especially talking to their mom and maybe their dads too. I don't know if you have that with like a parent, but, um, I don't know. I felt like she and I, like I was closer with my dad. I like had a more want and need to be around my dad as I kind of was in my middle school and high school stages. And then that kind of 180 on me. And then I was like, no, I want my mom. And my mom and I were, like, best friends. And, like, it was true. Like, we would just fight, like, sisters or, like, you know, best friends would. And that's kind of the relationship that we had. Well, 
there was a situation that happened when I was in college. And so things really kind of tore apart for us. And we didn't really talk for about a year. I mean, maybe like less than a year, maybe like eight months. And then we started kind of building our relationship back together. And I think that she even told me that whenever she was young, her and her mom had like a year where they didn't talk. Like she didn't talk to her mom, like my grandma, because there was some like situation that happened. And so she went and like kind of lived with her dad at the time. And I think it was because of stepdad issues or whatever. So it kind of mirrored onto us as well. And I think that she was hurt by that. And I know she was hurt by that, but they also kind of, I don't know, my parents or my stepdad and my mom, they kind of just like didn't really get where I was coming from, but I also didn't get where they were coming from in the situation. I don't know. It was a pretty in-depth thing, but we are better now, especially with quarantine and Corona. I think we've built our relationship a lot more than I thought we would have, um, mainly because I was like, you know, I want to like do something and I can't go see my friends. I can't go like to restaurants or do anything. So I might as well just go home. So then like I would go home. And, like, we were already kind of repairing our relationship. And now, I mean, we're basically almost the same as what we were whenever, like, before the huge blow-up situation kind of thing happened. And that's kind of nice to, like, know that I can talk to her about literally anything. And she is, like, a best friend and sister and, like, my mom all in one. So we kind of have that relationship. And it's always been a, a blessing to have that relationship. Because I kind of grew up always wanting that unknowing, like, bond with my mom. Like, I didn't know what I wanted, but I knew that I wanted to, like, be friends with my mom forever. And there are some things that, like, I feel like I really can't discuss with my mom. But sure enough, I'll bring up the topic and she's completely comfortable. She doesn't really judge. She does give, like, her full insight. And sometimes I don't even want to hear it. Um, Which I think I've also mentioned about my friend Abby. She's like a mom... And the fact that, like, you know, you, you're you kind of blunt and you kind of just know from experience what the situation is going to boil down to. And that's kind of where I feel like I get my advice to. Um, I try to be more gentle about my advice sometimes. And sometimes I think, depending on who it is that asks for advice, especially my mom, I, I kind of just, like, give it to her straight. I'm like, okay, mom, you can't do that. Or, you know, I had this really strong opinion and feeling that my siblings were kind of more invested in sports than they were academics. And that was just a, a personal feeling. Um, and it was kind of like everybody in the family like knew that. Um, or like not everybody in the family, but like everybody in our in our household knew sports was like a big deal. And I d- didn't know how to bring it up because like why would I, why would you listen to me? Like why would you listen to someone who's not your kid, or I mean, like, not, like, the kid that's in sports at the time, because I have two younger siblings as well, but it's hard to, like, hear it, but I was an education major. I was focusing on education, and I felt like they kind of didn't, like, my parents kind of didn't take that into consideration when I would talk about, you know, maybe try doing this, and I would give them advice on parenting. They're like, well, when you have kids one day, you'll understand. I'm like, I don't need to have kids to understand. I see it. I know what's going on. I was that kid. I was in that position forever ago. So, and even to this day, like, there's definitely conversations where I have with my mom 
And I'm like, mom, I told you that that was going to be the outcome. And it's kind of weird because I feel like I kind of have that mom perspective without even having kids because I've worked with kids in the past. And like, I can also pull her aside and be like, mom, you need to be calm. Like you can't like yell at them or like, I'll kind of cut my mom short, which I know I shouldn't really, um, I guess like wedge myself in the middle of her parenting style or whatever. But sometimes she'll get upset with my brother and my sister and she's a great mom like she is but sometimes she'll get upset and like kind of like react really like cold or sharp for like a second I'm like mom like just you get more with honey than you do with vinegar so just just stop so um I'll kind of step in and be like hey like to my little brother or sister hey do you want to do this or can you do this mom just needs help or like whatever so I think and like also kind of growing up from a household where we would kind of express our emotions and feelings very often. (laughs) It kind of affected the way that I express and feel my emotions to this day. I I very much wear my heart on my sleeve when it comes to like emotions and expressing them, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's also not healthy in the way that I express my emotions. And I know that. So I talk with my mom a lot about these kinds of things too and I feel like I can talk to her about literally anything and um, I guess if like you or you know you know someone that's struggling with communication to like parents I I highly suggest just parent like paying close attention to how they talk to you and you know what what it is that you picked up from your family and like what it is that you picked up from the way that your family discusses or has conversations like I mean I get surprised that parents are so calm, cool, and collected nowadays. And even, like, with people my age, like, they're calm, cool, and collected when they talk to their kids. And there's not constant yelling, fighting, screaming, whatever. Like, I get surprised that that's not a more common thing. And I definitely didn't have it bad, and I definitely didn't have it the best. But it could always be worse. It could always be better in every situation and every outcome. Um... And I, I understand that, but I'm just saying from my perspective, I, I was very shocked to see that like that was not normal for communication styles and that was just not, I don't know, the average family life. So, and I, I, I noticed growing up too that I also would as- kind of cling or associate myself with people that also had struggle struggling families or families that had divorced parents or broken families and like it's not a bad thing. I think it's just like we can relate to one another better. So that was kind of what I stuck to. And my mom, she also had the exact same relationship that I have with my parents. She she has that now with her parents. And, you know, she had her dad and her mom divorced at a young age. And then a stepdad came in and like, you kind of go through this like rebellious stage where you're like, I, he's not my dad, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he did, he did nothing wrong. He was trying to accept me, but at the same time, I wasn't having it. So I kind of threw a fit about it and I just made things worse, but it was also wasn't just me. So, you know, I think that like, if you're ever in a time where you are in a bind with your mom or your dad or whatever, just know that it can repair over time. I'm kind of glad this quarantine thing happened because number one, I'm a workaholic and number two, um, it really has given me and a chance to bond with my mom again, like the way that I used to. 
And I don't think that it would have happened as quickly as it did had I not had quarantine or Corona or whatever. But, um, I don't know if you guys have any questions or comments or insight on any of this, you're more than welcome to email me or let me know. Um, I'll try to give my best advice. I'm not the best at giving solid soundproof advice because I kind of come from like this place of like, oh, like, well, this is where I came from and I try to like relate it to someone else. So if I kind of like throw my own opinion or like my own experiences on it, just know that I'm not just like trying to like circle it back around on me. I'm just trying to get a better understanding and let you know that I'm trying to sympathize or empathize with you. And I get it. I understand that it's hard. And not everyone is the same, too. So, you know, I have divorced parents. My other friends have divorced parents. But not every situation is the same. Like, some parents have it worse. Some parents, like, ended on pretty good terms. Some parents hate hate each other's guts to this very day. Um, Some people don't even, like, have, like, that actual, like, divorce separation paperwork. Or, like, go to a court or anything. Or have that... um, that's, um, what's it called? I don't even know. Like basically that agreement, I I think that's what it's called. Whenever you, um, see each other on the weekends or like you used to go to your dad's on the weekend or your mom's on the weekends. And then like you see them like once during the week or something. I feel like that was a very common thing for a lot of my friends that had divorced parents that, that they had that parental agreement. And I thought that was so weird that, a lot of people, that's why I think I kind of normalize it is because a lot of people had it. But, I mean, it's not like a bad thing. It's not a great thing. It's just, it is what it is. Um, you just kind of kind of have to roll with the punches sometimes. So, do I wish I had a better childhood? And, like, do I wish I had that communication with my mom? Yeah, but you know what? I have that communication now. And I, I like that I have that um, that bond with my mom. And I think talking to an adult as you get older is definitely like a more like self-realization like oh I get where they're coming from now oh especially like whenever I'm this young and I work with kids and I kind of hear the same things that my mom told me growing up like I tell kids like like one day you'll understand I'm like one day you'll get from my perspective I'm like dang I'm like they that's the same thing my mom used to say. Or, like, there's little sayings that I'll say back to my my kids, that uh, the ones I used to work with, um, all the time. I catch myself doing it all the time. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> like, that's, mm, that's a really uncomfy feeling, knowing that my mom, like, was right. And admitting that your parents are right, ugh, that kills. I don't care how old you are, um, how humble you are, but sometimes that, that feeling of, like, oh, dang, they were right. Like, that, that kind of sucks. But... Um, it, it almost makes you respect them that much more. Like I can talk to my mom about, you know, friendship problems and, you know, boy problems or whatever. And she always has like a sound piece of advice. She's like, yeah, well, whenever I was your age, this, like, you know, um, I would ask her about like stuff about my friends and she'd be like, well, I had this one roommate that did the same thing. Or I had this one friend that was, would be just like that. And you know what? It doesn't get better as you get older. And that, that kind of kills too, hearing that kind of stuff, you know, that there's still fake people in the world. There's still, you know, friends that only want you for one reason and one reason only. Like she constantly would tell me things and she did confide to me, like whenever I was good with her, like when I was in high school and also now to this day, she does confide to me. She's like, well, this one person that like I was close with, like 
this is happening with them and like there's drama happening here i'm like dang like when does that crap end like i'm sick of that crap like i don't uh anyway so yeah i think that as you get older talking to your parents is it gets better you can understand more and they can understand where you're coming from and you can explain your side and emotions more elaborately and calmly um if you don't already like if you've been doing that that's great um I just thought I'd share my take because you know what a lot of people struggle with communication but I think working with kids and being an education major and like realizing like what defines our behaviors growing up and like what defines our wants and needs for a family like our own family because some people want to be just like their parents some people want to be the complete opposite of their parents so I think that that kind of helps with the communication style communication is key I will never not admit that communication is everything so I hope this was helpful to somebody out there I don't know if it was but if not then you just got to listen to what I would consider my communication style with my mom Um, my mom is my life and my everything parent wise. So yeah, that's that on that. So I hope everyone has a great day. Enjoy quarantine or if you're not in quarantine, enjoy your life and I will talk to you all another time.